Good morning, good morning, good morning. God bless you. Um, this is Availing Ministries Ignite Prayer Call. This is Prophetess Latarsha Pratt um, serving this morning on the call. Um, I welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of those who have pressed their way to be on the call this morning. We greet you in the name of the Lord. We thank God for all of the kingdom citizens, and we pray that something that is being said um, or done is blessing you and it will be a blessing to your life this morning. This morning I'm going to get right to it. Um, this is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, the prayer focus this morning is uh, the ministry of reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. This is something that we are rarely um, hear spoken about um, or taught these days, um, but the ministry of reconciliation is very important to God. Relationships, and it's, it's um, relationship-based are very important to God, healthy relationships, very important to God. Um, and so those of us who are who have the spirit of the living God on the inside, we are charged to become um, ministers of reconciliation. So the prayer focus this morning, the scriptural reference is uh, 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and um, let me start. I'll begin reading at the 17th verse. I'll read the 17th through the 21st verses. We'll teach a little bit, and then we will pray. Um, it begins, This I'm reading the Amplified Version. Uh, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted and joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have become, have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. 18th verse says, but all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of a reconciliation so that by our example we might bring others to him, the 19th verse. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them, that is the sin, and he has committed us to the message of reconciliation that is restoration to favor with God. 20th verse, so we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making his appeal through us. We as Christ's representatives, so that's what the, uh, an ambassador is. We are Christ's representatives. We plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. 21st verse, he made Christ who knew no sin, to become sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God, that is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Um, let me pray a, a little short prayer before we go into the teaching. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. 
We thank you, Lord God, um, for the prayer focus this morning, which is the ministry of reconciliation. God, I pray that something is that is said penetrates the heart of your people who have joined us on this call. Father God, that we might prioritize and focus on relationships that you have uh, divinely connected us with, that you have blessed us with. And I pray for everyone in this call that the Stoney's hearts might be massaged, that we might receive the word with gladness, and that we might go and transform, um, after being transformed, transform lives. We give God the glory, honor, and praise. Excuse me. Um, As I said in the opening, um, the Ministry of Reconciliation really uh, speaks concerning relationships, which are very important to God. And we understand in this season, this this time that we're living in, um, we, we hear a lot about the cancel culture, which means that whenever conflict arises, we're, we're ready to get rid of, get rid of folk um, at the drop of a dime. You know, everybody is talking about self-care and protecting their energy and um, all of these other kinds of things. Um, And although it is true that there are some connections, relationships, associations that um, either no longer serve the purpose um, of of what God has for us or um, were not um, something that God um, had ordained for our lives, Um, but we also must take a step back and examine Um, and prayerfully examine um, relationships that uh, we might have had conflict. And sometimes it's not even anything major, Um, but some some of us are not speaking to people or people are not speaking to us, and it really wasn't even that deep. You know, it really, it's one of them things where um, it just takes one person to reach out um, and to uh, repair uh, the broken bond. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we're going to. This is a reminder to us. It's not deep, and you know, and all of that. But this is something that is very important. Um, uh, the ministry of reconciliation is very important to God, um, because of course that's what He extended to us, right? So one of one of the things about it is our faith is basically about love and being loved. And reconciliation, okay, these things are important because they are foundational and they can transform individuals and families. And this is the reason why the enemy fights us in relationships, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's spousal, whether it's church relationships, the enemy always fights. He does not like unity. He does not like peace. And he has one of the most effective ways, and just think about the domino effect, one of the most effective ways for the enemy to undermine um, the work of the Lord or your purpose is to get us focused on conflict and separating ourselves. Because when we separate ourselves, um, especially in this day and age, how can you build kingdom if you're an island unto yourself? If you ain't talking to nobody, if everybody... Um, that if you fall out with everybody and you an island unto yourself, like how much work can you get done? How much can you do by yourself? So we have to examine ourselves sometimes to make sure that we're not being used by the enemy to undermine um, the work of the Lord, which starts first with our heart, our love walk, our love relationship with God. Okay, so um, not only is reconciliation 
the core, it actually is one of those core things to our Christian faith. It's a big deal to God, okay? Reconciliation is a big deal to God. In fact, just rem- let's be reminded of the great length um, God went to to offer reconciliation. Remember, reconciliation is restoration to favor with God or being reconnected with him um, our relationship in relationship, just to keep it simple. Um, he went to great lengths to offer reconciliation to us, of course, by sacrificing his own son. As recipients of his grace, he now expects us, that's what the scripture was talking about, um, we have been commissioned as ambassadors uh, for Christ. So he now expects Expects us as believers to become ministers of reconciliation in our world, in our everyday life, in our relationships. One of the best ways to do this, of course, is through prayer. Um, this is the other thing that we have stopped doing. You know, we we fall into relationship and fall out of relationship, and we don't um, make God the center. Um, there are there are some relationships, as we said, that that is time for you to walk away from. Okay, the season has passed, but then there are others that may need to be repaired um, by a simple uh, reaching out, a simple phone call, a simple I love you. Uh, So let's go back to understanding what reconciliation is, Um, because before we can pray the prayer, and this is one of the reasons I do teachings before prayer, because it uh, so we can be more aware and target. Uh, certain things and not be all over the place in our prayer. So understanding what reconciliation is, um, the word reconciliation, I'm not trying to be deep, comes from the Greek root alasso, A-L-L-A-S-S-O, which carries the idea of change. To be reconciled means there is a change in the relationship. Um, An example is Former enemies become friends, and in order for reconciliation to happen, somebody has to take the initiative. Again, this is a very hard for us, and sometimes I marvel at those of us who say we have the spirit of the living God. Why is it so hard for us to take the first step? Why is it so hard for us to apologize? What if, why, why is it so hard for us? To, uh, to say I was wrong or when we do our um, examination of why a relationship is no longer, um, you will find it is very hard for us to self-examine. You know, we will make it about all what the other person did, but we never examine ourselves. That's something um, that the Lord has been teaching me. And, and it's something, of course, it's human nature. We don't want to, sometimes we don't want to admit we're wrong. But to do self-reflection is very important because we want to make sure um, that we are not outside the will of God. And sometimes these broken bonds, um, like I said, the enemy gives place to the enemy, and it's really not the will of God. There are some relationships, once again, where um, we're not healthy for us, but then there are others, it just takes a phone call. So um, let's be reminded about how God um, moved on in, in our situation when we were separated from him. Sin left our relationship with God fractured, okay? We were disconnected. We were broken. We were um, separated from God because of sin. 
However, even though God is God, he's holy, uh, be ye holy for I am holy, God knows no sin. So we were the one that sinned. We were the one that was wrong. But it was God who took the initiative and sent his son Jesus to pay the penalty for our sin so that we might be reconciled to him, to the Father. The way our reconciliation is completed is by us responding to the forgiveness that was offered by Christ. And when we receive God's gracious offer of forgiveness, God forgives and restores us to right relationship with him, right? So this is where we have the example, um, and this is why it's good to reflect. We have the example of what reconciliation looks like in our own lives um, because uh, we experience the change Um, and the exchange, that God gave us forgiveness for our sins, and then we were reconnected with him in relationship. The Bible teaches us that reconciliation is a priority. I'm going to continue to say that because what is his priority should also be our priority. His priority is not what your gift is, not speaking in tongues, not your prophetic role, not what your office is. Um, not your function. His priority is relationship, right? He took the initiative to orchestrate reconciliation between us and him by having Jesus die on the cross. Through the shed blood of Jesus, the provision for our reconciliation is accomplished, right? Jesus' blood um, redeemed us back unto the Father. He now invites us, okay, so now in what we received, Um, through grace, now it is our mandate and it is our responsibility to extend to others. So now he's inviting us to become ministers of reconciliation, which means that you are a messenger now of reconciliation. Like it is our um, responsibility and our job basically to preach the message of reconciliation, but not with our mouths. It's with how we live our lives. It's with how we relate to others. It's with how we entreat others and interact with others, remembering that grace was extended to us, and it is our responsibility also to extend grace. So here is where the Apostle Paul wrote all this from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, and that's um, in reference to 2 Corinthians 5, 18th and 19th, which we read earlier. In other words, it is our job to do everything possible, watch this, to pursue reconciliation. That's hard for us. And then we have to be careful about this pride thing. Because really, pursuing reconciliation should not be hard um, if we have the spirit of the living God on the inside. But it is really hard um, for us to make the first move to restoring relationships. Um, In Hebrews, it was written, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. That's Hebrews 12 and 14. Jesus himself taught us that if we are giving an offering, remember that one, and and remember that our neighbor or friend has something against us. This is biblical (laughs) teaching. This is what's in the Bible, has something against us. We should go to be reconciled before. 
before leaving our offering. Matthew 5, 23 and 24. As I said before, we're rarely hearing these principles taught, but these are the core principles that are important to God with our relationship with him and to others. Uh, The other thing is that's very important when we're speaking about reconciliation is forgiveness. Lord, help us, Jesus. We need prayer for real. Forgiveness is foundational to reconciliation. Excuse me. Forgiveness is foundational to reconciliation. One of the building blocks of reconciliation is forgiveness. Paul wrote that we are to bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you once again. What was extended to us, we are now responsible to extending to others. That's Colossians, the third chapter and the 13th verse. As we learn to offer others forgiveness, we can move forward and pursue reconciliation. And, of course, this can be tricky. This is tricky business because um, it's best to begin with prayer, you know, um, we once, uh, especially when we have a falling out with anybody, friends, family, um, we really need to do self-examination first and prayer, making sure our heart is right, and then um, prayerfully pursuing reconciliation. So as we bring our relationships before the Lord, of course, asking the Holy Spirit to soften hearts, and that's going to be one of our focuses this morning, and bring restoration, we often see relationships are transformed, but it does take prayer. Um, This is why interceding on behalf of our relationships um, and prayer is crucial. So what we're going to do at this moment, at this time, um, we're going to begin to pray. Um, We're going to take the time to pray right now. Um, And there were five... uh, targeted areas of relationship. First, we want to pray for our relationship with God. We want to pray for our relationship with family. We want to pray for our relationship with um, friends. We want to pray for our relationships. Um, and marriages are being also being attacked. So we're going to um, pray at this time. I'm going to ask that you focus. And while we're praying uh, you focus also, there are some relationships, I'm sure, in your life that you might have some attention, um, that might need some attention and prayer. So you can lift those people up um, as we pray. Hallelujah. Glory to God as we come before the throne of grace. Lord God, we honor you and we thank you this morning um, for bringing us in your presence, for blessing us to come as a collective, as a people, as your people, in your presence at this time, Lord God. We humble ourselves before you, God, and we ask for forgiveness for anything that we have done or said that is outside of your will, outside of your word, and outside of your plan. As your ambassadors, God, if there's anything that we have done or said that misrepresents your character, who you are in nature, we ask that you would forgive us. Create in us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. 
Father God, that we might be clean and stand upright before you. God, we ask for forgiveness. Glory to God. If we have broken any commandments um, concerning our relationship with you, if we haven't loved you above everything else, um, if we haven't put up put you before others and before things, if we haven't loved our neighbors as much as we have loved ourselves, if we have at times been selfish or arrogant, Lord, have mercy upon us and forgive us, O oh God. Father God, we're putting our trust in you, and we put our trust in our, your love for us, O oh God. And uh, the, the same love that Jesus showed when he shed his blood um, for our sin. Father God, we want to say thank you, hallelujah, for this love, for this kind of love. And we pray, Lord God, that you would strengthen us to walk in the same unconditional, unselfish love when it comes to relating to others. We thank you for redeeming us, Lord. Sometimes we forget, we take it for granted, this redemption through your blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance to the richness of your grace, holy God. Sometimes we take it for granted. Forgive us for taking our relationship with you for granted, oh God. Father, we ask right now, Father God, that you would take over our lives. We surrender again. Hallelujah. We surrender afresh. We submit ourselves to you again, Lord God. Father God, we pull down, weigh down, and we pull up another yes um, in our soul, a yes in our spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you let us know in your word that we have redemption through your blood, through forgiveness of sins, hallelujah, according to the richness of your grace. You let us know in your word, O oh God, that while we were your enemies, while we were yet in sin, you reconciled us through the faith, through the death of your son, Lord God, and how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through this life. We want to thank you, Lord God. We want to thank you, O oh God, that you offer a sacrifice for us, Father God, that we might be redeemed. Father God, that, we, that you might claim us again, that you might approve us again, Lord God, and we thank you and we submit our lives and worship to you, Holy God. Thank you, Lord, for our relationships with you being restored, our relationship with you being strengthened. We pray for clarity today, Lord God, that the same grace that you have extended to us, Father God, that we might extend it to others. Teach us reconciliation. Teach us to forgive. Teach us to walk in unconditional love one with the other. Father, we're praying this morning even for family members, family members that haven't spoken in a long time, family members where there was conflict over the smallest things that have brought such a great division. We're praying for our family relationships, Lord God, our fractured relationships, holy God. Uh, we pray right now. We know that you are a God of family, that you uh, are, are an advocate for family, Lord God, that you are about family, and we know that the enemy is coming against family and causing division in our family. 
for Father God. So we stand in the gap on family relationships, Lord God. Father God, sometimes we're the harshest to those that we are the closest to. We're critical. We're sarcastic. We're controlling. We're manipulative. Manipulative, Lord God, we pray forgiveness. We're standing in the gap right now for forgiveness for all of these things, for mistreating those that are the closest to us, for taking for granted, those that are the closest to us. Father, we ask that you will uproot all of these attitudes, Lord God. We ask that you will uproot uh, pride, glory to God. We, we, we pray that you will uproot heart, the haughtiness that we walk in, Lord God. Father God, we pray that there's forgiveness. Massage the stony hearts, Lord God. Let forgiveness flow. Lord God, whatever the conflict was, whatever broke the bond, Lord God, whatever brought division, we uprooted in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray for family members right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you would just massage our hearts, Lord God, that you would uh, just speak peace to us and give us clarity on and strength to take the initiative, Lord God, to repair the broken bonds. Father God, teach us to humble ourselves and to apologize. A simple I'm sorry goes a long way. Strengthen us to just say I'm sorry when we are wrong, oh God. Do not allow bitterness to creep into our hearts, oh God. Show us what it looks like, Lord God, to make amends. Some of us don't know how to repair bonds. Some of us don't know how, Lord God to initiate, Lord God, reconciliation. So show us, continue to show us how to initiate, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen the family bond. We bind the enemy from coming against families. We speak peace, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We speak healing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We speak restoration to family, to family relationships, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. You said for that we should make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. For without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we don't want to fall short of your grace. Bless our families and make our families whole in the name of Jesus. We don't need more money in our families. We need more love. We need more forgiveness. We need more grace in our relationships, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we also lift up marriages to you, Lord God. We understand that any any unit, the family unit, is being attacked. Marriages are under attack, Lord God. The divorce rates are becoming high. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord God, for marriages. We know that marriage, Lord God, is a, a, a form of covenant and that it is from you, it is of you, Lord God, hallelujah. And, God, we ask for that you would cause marriages, Lord God, that you have put together. You said let what, what you have put together, let no man um, put asunder, oh, God. Once again in our marriages, Lord God, allow us to bring you as the core, to make you the core and to make you the center. Once again, sometimes there are there's so much about what the one person wants uh, over what the other person wants, and that's where the conflict is. But we pray that, God, that you become the core and that the center of our mar- marriages, Lord God, the source 
of our marriages in the name of Jesus. So I pray for husbands and wives this morning. Lord God, I pray that, Father God, that you will renew the love and renew the bond between them. Oh God, that you would cause them to see each other with fresh eyes and to love afresh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you would search the hearts of the husbands and the wives, Lord God. Father God, and let there be conviction. Uh, let conviction fall, Lord God, where there is a wrong attitude. Let conviction fall, Lord God, in the name of Jesus right now, God, and that anything that is a blocking re- reconciliation, we uproot it in the name of Jesus. Once again, whether it be pride, Lord God, whether it be fear, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for reconciliation of our marriages today, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, replace resentment with love and forgiveness. Uproot, Lord God, any critical spirit. Once again, um, we are the harshest to those who are the closest to us. Father God, let grace and mercy govern our marriages in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. We understand, Lord God, that you you uh, intended for marriage to be beautiful, and you intended it uh, to, for it to be uh, productive and prosperous for us and our families, Lord God. So we pray that we exercise your agape. Um, in our marriages, that grace and mercy, that the grace and mercy that you have given us and forgiveness that you have given us that we extend to one another in our marriages. Let our hearts be sincere and let that be one of the desire of our hearts that marriages would grow, Lord God, hallelujah, and that it would uh, resemble, um, Lord God, that it would duplicate what it looks like as Christ loved us. You said, Lord God, that the husband should love the wives as Christ has loved the church, oh God, and that even, Lord God, in every aspect of the marriage, Lord God, that you would bless in the name of Jesus. And we we appreciate it in the name of Jesus. And God, we ask right now that you would prosper the marriages, Lord God, that you would bring them together uh, stronger in their bond. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for that, holy God. Uh, we pray also for friendships, Lord God, uh, uh, connections, covenant connections, friendships that you have ordained, uh, connections that you have made, Lord God. We pray for friendships. We pray for those who have been divided by conflict, Lord God. We pray that you would give each party the strength to come back together. Father God, you said, come, let us reason together. Let us sit at the table and let us hash it out. And when we get up, that there would be a change. So we pray for covenant relationships, covenant friendships, divinely connected friendships in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, Holy God, I ask once again that you will look on these hearts, the stony hearts, that you will massage them in Jesus' name, Father God, and cause conviction to fall. Let reflection take place. Lord God, what did I say that was wrong? What did I do? Uh, Could I have handled that better? Could I have said that better? Father God, and let us take the initiative. Give us the strength, Lord God, to take the initiative to reach out and to repair, to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Father, we understand that you're not looking for who sings the best, who speaks in tongues, 
Lord God, who attends services the most, but really it is about our heart. What what is in our heart? Uh, how do we love? What's going on with our love walk? The same forgiveness, the grace that you have extended to us, Father God, this is our responsibility. Now this is when we dig down deep into our character, Father God, in our relationship with you. Our love walk is being examined, and this is the one we we show and duplicate, imitate what you did to us and extend forgiveness, extend grace. Well, friendships are concerned, Father, you said in your word, a friend loves at all times. You told us, Lord God, that we should bear with each other and forgive one another often. Holy God, once again, Lord God, I pray for everyone who have joined us on this call, Father God, that this uh, ministry of reconciliation, that we might reflect on the the repairing the breach, on the divides, on the disconnects, Lord God, that have taken place, that we would not allow the enemy, we would not give him place um, to continue to undermine relationships and, and ultimately the work of the kingdom. Father God, I thank you for this time for self-examination, examine our hearts and examine our love walk and direct us. Lord God, and show us what love looks like in each and every situation. Father, I also pray for Sister Sarita. She reached out to us. God, so we're praying for her this morning. Lord God, I pray right now, Lord God, for her mind. Strengthen her in her mind this morning, Lord God. Keep her in perfect peace. You said uh, you will keep in perfect peace all whose mind is stayed on thee. So we pray concerning Sister Sarita this morning that you would, whatever has distracted her, whatever has gotten her attention, whatever has uh, moved her to take her mind off of you, remove the distraction, recenter her in the name of Jesus. Father God, strengthen her to refocus and put her mind back on you. Father God, to follow your example, to be reminded of your grace and your love. Father, that the enemy, the Bible says that the idle mind is the enemy's workshop. So we want to put, pray that you put her mind back on you, that she might maintain peace and that she might increase spiritually. Father God, strengthen her faith in the name of Jesus. Strengthen her to trust you with the difficult situation. Strengthen her to trust you no matter what it looks like, oh God. Strengthen her to trust you with every situation, Father God, so that she may increase in every area of her life. We pray a special prayer, a blessing, a peace upon Sister Sarita's life. We also pray for Sister Bobby Payne and her family. Once again, Father, the focus is relationships this morning. We pray for Sister Bobby Payne and her family. We pray, Lord God, that you will bring her fractured family back together. We thank you for the love. We thank you for conviction being upon them. We thank you for the love that is between them. We thank you for the work that is being done to repair. So strengthen each and every one of them. Bring them back together, the bond um, stronger than ever before during their time of bereavement. Father, we pray that you would heal them, that you would deliver and set free 
in the midst of the family. We thank you for the change and the transformation that is already being seen. We pray that the work would be would continue and be completed. The ministry of reconciliation will be completed in their lives, in their hearts, that they might prosper as a family unit. Father, I pray for each and every person who have joined us on this call, for those, Lord God, who have pressed their way, Father God, to receive the message of reconciliation. I pray that there's been transformation. Let there be conviction upon the hearts of your people. And as we move forward in forgiveness, in love, and in grace, we understand, Lord God, that through forgiveness uh, that we cover, that we pardon and release others, Lord God, from the bondage of God of whatever the infraction was. Father God, let us be true ministers of reconciliation in the same way that we for forgiven, that we forgive, in the same way that we were released uh, from the bondage of our sin, that we also release others, that we will not hold grudges, that we will not hold them to the charge, Lord God. We pray that we have the spirit of to pardon and to amend, to cover and to forget, just like you threw our sins in the sea of forgetfulness, that we would do the same for our brothers and our sisters. And through this, we might, we might experience your true love and grace and prosperity as a result. I pray for every family that's represented on this call. I pray for every household that is represented on this call. We pray for wholeness. We pray for peace. We pray for productivity. We pray for, we pray for prosperity in the holy name of Jesus, that from this day forth we would experience change and transformation, that we would experience victory. We, we're in expectation of testimonies of victory, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, holy God, for what you have done, for what you have said, hallelujah, concerning the ministry of reconciliation. Let this work be sealed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Um, this is the month where we have been partnering with Pastor Leroy McDowell and the Gate Restoration uh, Center. We ask if there's anyone on the call that is a member of that congregation who has any questions. This At this time, we will allow for any questions concerning anything that was said or done before we end the call. Okay, if there are no... Good morning. Good morning, Pastor McDowell. Hey, how are you? I don't have any questions, but I did want to say that I thoroughly enjoyed the message. That was a very powerful um, message, and it's one that is extremely needed, especially now. Um, I think people tend to forget that relationship is the most important thing to God. It's not... Mm -hmm. You know, saying people prophesying the house down, it's not people laying hands, people falling out. That doesn't matter to, to him at all if we can't love one another. Amen. Um, so I just wanted to say that, you know, that was a very powerful message and that, that really needs to get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff really needs to be become a forefront message um, so that people in church can realize that God prizes his relationship with us and he prizes our relationship with each other. That's all. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor McDowell. Um, at this time, we're going to end the call. Uh, we ask that you go forth, remember the message um, and the prayer this morning, continue it in your personal lives. Um, go and be salt and light. Let us be who we're called to be. Um, we are called to be salt and light to preserve um, and extend grace and mercy today. God bless you and continue to walk in victory.